0: It's an Center. Do you have any 30. test operations restricted area 2508? Aries 31, Roger. The
1: traffic is quite luminous and is exhibiting some non ballistic motion. Over.
0: So roger, Aries 31, continue to send a your expression. Over.
2: Okay, Center. The traffic is approaching head on, ultra bright, and
3: really moving. They're right by it, right now. There are a thousand UFO sightings reported around the world every month. 90% of these sightings can be explained, but 10% cannot. This is Mac Maloney's Military X-Files. And now, here's Mac Maloney. Well, good evening, everyone,
4: and welcome to Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. But first, let me introduce the members of the Posse Girls. Sit yourself down, get yourself a big fan box of Kleenex, You missed your squeegee and your lube. I know I'm missing one, but the very famous one-one is here.
0: No, I, th- I think you get them all covered. Think so. Hello, Mac. Hello, everybody. Hello, ladies. Uh, welcome to the show. It's going to be a fun one tonight. Once again, I'm not an empath, but I feel it in my bones hmm. that it's going to be a good show. It's going to be interesting, enlightening, and informative.
4: You sure that's what it it's
0: is? You sure that's break. what
4: you're feeling in your arms? Yeah. I cool. do
0: feel it. I uh feel anyway. it in the marrow of my bones. Oh, there you
4: go. Um, right down there. No cocoa tonight, but uh, national correspondent Switchblade Steve Ward is with us down there. In West Virginia, Switchy.
1: Uh, Great to be here tonight. I am beyond wonderful. And keep that lube away from me. (laughs)
4: Okay, well, is that on one of your shirts?
1: Uh, I I hope it's on one of my shirts. I'll have to change it.
4: Okay. Switchy's new uh, brand name. Keep that lube away from me. (laughs) Interesting on several levels there, Switchy. Also with us in the studio, getaway driver slash UFO mechanic, Al Ronaldo, wow. Hello, Mac.
2: Hello, everyone.
4: What's well, happening, folks? We'll try that again. We'll put your mic up. Bob, Bob turned it down. Uh-oh. Good. All
2: right. Um, I'm pretty... <laughs> How's it going, folks? <laughs>
4: don't we do the intro again? Would that make you feel better? I don't know. I don't care. Uh, also in the studio with us tonight, getaway driver slash your phone mechanic, Al Ronaldo.
2: Hello, Mac. Hello, everyone.
4: What's up? Everything good? How are the bees? Everyone wants to know.
2: Uh, bees had a bad year, but, yeah. uh, they're persevering, you know, mm-hmm. they're trying. Okay. Hopefully they make the winter.
4: Yeah. Okay. You know, it gets expensive when they don't. Good to hear. Well, they just die during the winter, don't they?
2: A lot of times they do, but they're not supposed to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's called mass murder. Well, What's it's, going on uh, there? I you know. know, it's just a matter of the, the weather. And- huh.
4: Uh, anyway, also, uh, with us is our security chief, Willie Club, WC.
5: Hey Mac. Hey everyone. Um great to be here. Really feeling great today. Mm-hmm. And uh Interesting. I look looking shared, good club. Look at I, I see well, you know, some days I look better than others, you <laughs> know. But you know, I don't have to work at it. It just, <laughs> it it just is happens. Well
0: you do have to keep looking up, so that must hurt your <laughs> neck every so often. Doesn't wow, it? what's that mean? Looking up? Well, looking you know up at the asteroids. Don't know, look <laughs> up.
5: <laughs> see the movie? No matter what kind life. of day oh. it is, it's better if you Looking
1: down and not looking up. There you go, yeah. man.
4: That was that was a setup,
5: but I'm not going to take. Yeah, me
4: neither. Out. Okay. There's oh, several... this Mr. KY lube? There. Yeah, I don't know what. Well, I don't know. <laughs> you brought the KY into it, but he did say, "Keep that lube away from me," which is an oh, odd sorry, statement. I
5: misunderstood what he said. I thought. Uh,
4: this... Also with us, if she's still here after that, uh, favorite good witch up there in sideways New Haven, Raven. How are you?
6: Hello, my friends. Thank you so much for having me. Now,
4: let's look at this yeah, look. Good. Is this the Isaac look from the Brooklyn? Uh, from Brooklyn?
6: No, no, that's Jacob. He comes Jacob. He comes in the wintertime. Oh, winter, um, okay. Who is this? I don't know. I don't have a name for this alter ego. This kind of a um, skater kid,
4: skater, something going on skating. Right? <laughs> anyway, back yeah, with Pat.
5: We really missed you last shirt. week. Really? Yes,
6: yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm, like, dealing with all this stuff that's happening oh, in right. my home right now. And I was so overwhelmed. I like had to just sit in silence for like three hours. Oh, like, that's what right
2: we did. Me too. Yeah. Did yeah. Yeah. No laughs, too? Oh, yeah, yeah, There were
1: no
5: laughs. Nothing.
6: I can't wait to listen to it.
1: You know, if only club would sit in silence for about two or three <laughs> hours. Wow, wow.
5: Switch Sorry. It. Uh, I can take your those daggers. Yeah. Bada boom. That's You know, I've I going to turn over a new leaf. You know, and, I have to apologize. Be good to him, um, but not gonna, I'm sorry. <laughs> you oh, okay. I gotta shut up. <laughs> Please, Raven.
6: I just need to apologize if you hear my cat. Aww.
5: She's
6: been extra demanding. Really? And she's just been walking around following me like is more more so than usual. Is that possible with a cat?
4: <laughs> is it, is it possible for a cat to be over-demanding? It seems like they're always oh, yeah. over-demanding. <laughs> no?
6: It's it's more so than usual. I don't know what she wants because she has like her bowl is full of food, she has clean water. She's had T-R-E-A-T's. I can't say that word or else my other animals will flip out. Really? That so can, if oh. you hear her yell at me, just know that everything is okay. I'm being I'm being verbally abused, but it's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, it's, well, all Raven, about a, it's all about attention, Raven. It's not about all th- those other things. Those are yeah. other things are important, but it's all about attention.
1: Raven, I was gone for a long weekend, so I came back, and each one of my three little furballs came to me to be cuddled in their own special way. Do you think oh. Mac would love to hear that oh specifically oh about God. how each one – Came to me for couples. I
4: think the kids call no, it vomiting. He
6: probably shit all over that, right?
4: Wow. I, I
1: suppose shit is is the opportunity. Wow.
4: Okay. All right. There's two edits at uh, six eight. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, also, have I introduced everybody? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. So uh, we're uh, going to have uh, a couple guests tonight. Uh, good friend uh, Kevin Cook is coming on in a little while. He's going to talk about Marian apparitions, which is. Basically, we talked about one at that in that church in Egypt there. Man, that was about a year ago. Remember that Ray, Where people, so many people saw the Blessed Virgin Mary on top of this church. They have photo pictures of it, movies of it.
6: Yeah, I watched a YouTube video on it. It's it's crazy. Really nuts. I, I I'm not savvy enough to where I can post the YouTube video like to our Instagram. Mm-hmm. But um if you if you know how to get to the YouTube, you can watch it. It's real weird. Yeah, it is weird. It, right. I don't know how else to explain
4: it. It's strange, and and so we had the discussion back then. Is that if these things are as strange as they seem to be, and you know, we know the famous ones are at um, uh, uh, that place in Portugal, uh, Lords F- Fatima. Yeah, these places. Uh, there's a place in Yugoslavia. So. Um, if they're appearing in these icons of the Catholic Church, then, then doesn't that mean that the Catholic Church ha, ha, cha, doesn't that mean that the Catholic Church has like one up on everybody else because these you know, beings from someplace else appear but they're Catholic icons, you know what I mean? You don't hear of appearances, frankly, from any other religion, you know. So uh he's gonna be talking about that, Kevin Cook, good guy. Uh and then coming up later I think we have who is it, Raven, if they get back in touch with us? Be a uh, they
6: get in touch with us we have proper disclosure and mm-hmm. uh, they are a group that i found on uh instagram um kind of talking about the, the spooky ookies of you know aliens and this this weird disclosure act that we're oh yeah, 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 yeah following
4: okay All right, sounds good uh but um before all that uh hey wala how long have you been over in uh england now
0: uh, about a year and a half.
4: Year and a half. Okay. Would you call yeah. yourself acclimated? Not really. Okay. Because some of our British fans sent the list and they wanted to know because the British have like kind of odd sayings and stuff. And yeah, they do. And some of them, you know, just don't seem to make any sense to Americans. So we're going to see how acclimated you are. Okay. You ready? Ready okay. for this? Ready for this little quiz? I'm ready. <laughs> okay. When he doesn't know it, folks, you feel feel free to jump in. Okay. All right. Here we go.
0: I should do the show from the from the pub yes. on the street because I could ask them. They, they get them all. A
4: <laughs> anyway, okay, here we go. Ready? We've talked about yep. this one before. So basically, what does this mean? What does this English phrase mean? Okay, ready? Bob's your uncle.
0: <laughs> I've heard it, but I don't know what it means. <laughs> it means
4: you're all set. You're all set. Okay. It, it, it actually means success will be yours. Wow. Uh,
0: Bob's tra- your uncle. It means a, it's a good thing.
4: Chinese whispers, which is a great name for something.
0: Haven't heard that. It's, it's a great wham, wham song. Uh, uh, don't know what that is. Gossip. I even guess. Gossip.
4: Chinese whispers. Gossip. How about that?
0: Chinese whispers. Yeah, kind of racist, me. isn't it? All right, here it we does go. That sounds racist.
4: You've made a doodle.
0: Have
4: uh, you made a told joke? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, let's see.
0: And went to the bathroom? No, no,
4: no. <laughs> well, it says you've performed too simple of a task. Oh. <laughs> okay. You're a cock wormable. Say that again? Wait, co- yeah,
6: repeat that? I need <laughs> subtitles.
4: <laughs> You're a cock wormable sorry. You're a cock wormable.
6: Can you use it in a sentence? Like worm
4: able.
0: <laughs> oh wormable. Cock wormable. Hmm. Sound like a I am a, uh, Talk a creepy world. crawly creature up to no good. That means you're an idiot.
4: <laughs> 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 oh, That's funny.
6: I want to use that. Okay. I'm going to use
0: that. There's a um, couple
4: here L-C-L-L. I want to use. Uh, you know, really? Okay. Um,
0: I've got the hump. I've got the hump. Um, you're in a 20-mile-an-hour a speed zone.
4: Uh, no, it's you hit the hump? No. It's Wednesday. I'm feeling cranky. Oh. <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. Up the duff or in the club? Up the duff or in the club? Up the duff or in the club?
0: Up the duff can't
1: be good. No.
0: In the club
6: sounds good, though, right?
0: It's oh, really? like sort of kind of sporting thing, but I, I have no idea. Well,
4: maybe. It means she's knocked up.
0: <laughs> what? Up the duff or in the You're club? In the club, yeah. These are current sayings. Yes, yes, yes. That people use. <laughs> Strawberry creams. All these sayings uh, eventually go back to. Uh, yeah, William the, the conqueror. Yeah, or them, Beyond.
4: They're, they're all filthy, maybe. <laughs> Strawberry, <laughs> creams. Strawberry creams. Strawberry cream. you should know this one.
0: Oh my God, that's uh, one of my favorite desserts, especially <laughs> on a, on a scone.
4: <laughs> Large what women's breasts.
0: <laughs> what
5: is it? <laughs>
4: Large women's, large women's breasts.
0: Oh. I'll okay. definitely have to try that out on high street. It's one of my
5: faves. I'll
4: tell
0: you, they get weirder and weirder. <laughs> how's,
4: your how's your father?
0: How's your father? How's your father? That probably goes back to the mining days where yeah. uh, your father usually wasn't doing very well. But uh, how's your father is a, a t- should be a term of endearment or, or is he, or he's on the deathbed, one or the other.
4: It means, and I can't figure this one out, it means sex, as in do you want to have sex? Mm. I'm okay. looking at Al like <laughs> he would understand. Aye, I don't aye, know aye, I don't get it. Okay. I don't get that one. Okay, here we go. Huh. Give me a tinkle on the blower. Call <laughs> me. Yeah, call Give that's me a call. A
0: pinko? A pinko
4: Give, give on me a blower. tinkle on the blower. We used to well, say that at GE all the time. The secretary's even, they'd say, hey, <laughs> hey Mac, yeah. you know, your mother's on the blower. Well, yeah, You Man. say that now, you're going to be arrested. Yeah, that's true. Yeah.
0: Uh, <clears throat> uh, sorry, you lost me in that one. I have no idea. Me neither. He's cream and crackers. <laughs> he's cream and cre- He's a nice guy.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Let me look. I forgot that one. Uh, <laughs> he's tired. He's tired. <laughs> okay. All right, just a couple more before every British listener finally drops off. <laughs> Meat and two veg. Meat and two
0: veg.
6: Oh, I know what that is. Do you really?
0: Uh, well, it's it's a food metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Is it, is it the junk? Some kind of a, a, a sausage and uh, uh, spinach and carrots.
4: You get half right. Good. Raven, do you want to? Uh,
6: it's more like a sausage and two potatoes. There you go. go.
4: Men's genitals. It's the, junk.
6: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's the junk. It's the like junk.
6: It's like the twig and berries, you know. <laughs>
4: As the French say, the junk. Okay. <laughs> Just two more. Last chance for spotted dick. Last chance for spotted dick.
0: Well, spotted dick, as we know, is a uh, favorite dessert.
4: Right. Also a venereal
0: disease. Oh. Right. Yeah? Oh, no.
7: Oh. <laughs> oh.
4: Oh. Oh. Um, uh, oh, as it turns out, it means having hasty and unprotected sex.
7: Oh, jeez. What? Hang on, hang
0: on. I can't yeah. imagine what a toad in the hole would be. Yeah,
7: no
4: <laughs> I was going to bring that up, but I didn't want to. Yeah. I didn't want to go non classic it so yeah. Okay, here we go. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> are you trying to tickle my mum's bum?
0: That simply means, are you, t- <laughs> are you trying to uh, get fresh with her arse? That's <laughs> with your
4: mother's Okay, cool. British are really way out there. No, it means that you're yes. kind of Welsh and a pet. And Welsh is, sure enough, Welsh from people from Wales. Okay, one last from one. Wales you ready?
0: Are really, they're really special people. They are. Yeah. Uh,
4: let's see. There was one more. Okay. <clears throat> this is okay, finally. <clears throat> what is the Queen's Australian kiss?
0: Oh, man. Well, we know Australia is down under. So I can only think that the Australian kiss would have something to do with being in somebody's underwear, specifically the queen.
4: Wow. Well, oh, he, he spun that pretty good actually. Uh, right? as, the answer says, I can't tell you what that means. I will never do another show again.
7: <laughs> so, when
6: I hear what is it called again? The Australian kiss?
4: The Australian the Queen's Australian kiss.
6: So, I immediately think of what's called the Russian candy can. And we cannot discuss that on air. The Russian candy so- can? Oh, so filthy.
4: Also, a good name for a band or something. But yeah, it's, it's yeah, okay. I gotta, Well, likely we're taking a break so you can tell us, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, so anyway, hey. So one one taking a
0: break because it's knocking the door right now. You went 0 for 15. You like the <laughs> you like the Patriots. <laughs> well,
6: big thank you to our our UK listeners.
0: Yeah, they put a lot oh, of research. I, in I didn't know. I it hangs out in. <laughs> yeah. I'm assuming it's a he, but yeah. You know,
4: well, funny. I don't know. They didn't say. Uh, so why don't we do this? Why don't we uh, calm down, regroup, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to McMonigle's Milltrack Style Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Oh, please stay tuned.
8: UFOs are found in Renaissance art, on ancient coins, and etched on cave walls. They are even reported in the Bible. But more surprising is when UFOs are seen the most in times of war. Through centuries, thousands of UFO sightings have been made by high-ranking officials, military pilots, and ordinary soldiers. Often, these fantastic appearances occur at the height of great battles. From World War I to D-Day to Korea, Vietnam, and beyond, Military investigators are baffled. Why do UFO sightings spike so drastically during wartime? Could it be mistaken aircraft? Or is someone, or something looking in on us? In UFOs in wartime, what they didn't want you to know, Mac Maloney chronicles centuries of these incredible sightings and tries to solve the puzzle of why so many UFOs are seen while humanity is at war. Read about the scare ships, the ghost planes, and the ghost rockets. Alien giants in the jungles of Vietnam, UFOs controlling our ICBM bases, dogfights with flying saucers during the Gulf War, and more. 300 pages of unbelievable stories, along with many startling photographs. That's UFOs in Wartime, What They Didn't Want You to Know, by Mac Maloney. On sale at your local bookstore or on Amazon.com.
4: Welcome back, everyone. It's Mac Maloney's Star Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Well, what show we have for you tonight? Very quickly, me, very quickly, let me introduce the members of the Posse Girls. He's here, the very famous Juan Juan across the pond.
0: Hello, Mac. Reporting, to, <laughs> reporting again tonight from across the pond, mm-hmm. and the pond's not getting any wider, but oh. uh, I'm oh. enjoying the weather.
4: Well, you're Actually. enjoying the weather there because where you used to live up here in New England, Boston area, they found out that there are 16 weekends they consider summer weekends here, right? And 14 of them rained. Right. 14 yep. out of 16. So I want to know: How does the weather know it's the weekend? Do you know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> oh, sorry, you're not a shot. And I, I think this okay. coming weekend is not going to be. No, it's going to rain. It's going
4: to rain on Saturday. again. guess. So. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Yeah, wow. I, have, I have my former neighbor yes. that lives across the street from where we used to live giving us a, uh, an update on the weather, and it hasn't yep. been pleasant. Pleasant listen to some local radio down there.
4: I had a little plane crash there the other day, too, right in your neighborhood. Anyway, yep. uh, someone went into the lake. Uh, also with us is uh, national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward. Switchy.
1: It is great to be here tonight. How are you doing? Okay. Beyond wonderful.
4: Mm-hmm. What is your special effects tonight? The cat ate the shower curtain?
1: Well, the, the shower curtain isn't up, so I can't use the special effects. Okay.
4: That leads and to you another want to question. See what's but.
1: what's behind me, so I definitely have to blur okay. what's behind me.
4: Uh, okay. Good. Thank you for all of us. Thank you. Uh, also with us in the studio. When you is, say
0: Blur? Good name for a band. You should
4: Blur. What is it?
0: Blur is a good name for a band. Well,
4: the, there, there is a band named Blur. Because oh, I'm pretty yeah. sure that exists. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they're adorable, though. They're, they are adorable um also in the studio with us is uh getaway driver slash ufo mechanic uh, ronaldo well hello mac hello everyone the bees what's happening the bees hopefully the bees will pull through the winter we'll let you know we'll give you up we'll see uh also security chief willie club is with us
5: hey mac Hey everyone, it's really uh, good to be here tonight.
4: So, are you going to tease us? Do you have any junk food hanging around tonight that you're going to?
5: I do. You know, it's kind of a, My stash tonight is kind of low. Let's say it. Uh, I, uh, let's see what we got.
4: This drives me nuts, man. I, I got the
5: bakery. I... Got some pizzellis. Oh, yeah. Oh, they're good. I know oh, oh,
0: yeah. I, I've, wait a minute. I think Pacellis?
6: That's good
5: stuff. Pacellis is how the Italians call them. Yeah. Really? Pizzales Pizzales. How, yeah. You're Speaking like a Brit, you Love know that. Like that, yeah. No, I'm not. that's no, too that's long. My,
0: I'm half Italian. That's what well, they, well, I mean, that's what my mother told. calls them Pizzoli, So Pizzellis, okay. Yeah. well, I guess oh, yeah, that's kind of how it's spelled, isn't it?
5: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. They are delicious. Are they, got are some they nice uh, cheeses? Oh, nice.
5: And I got the little, little small pack, the potty pack, and some uh,
0: tates. Tates are good. good. Chocolate chip. Are they chocolate chip? I couldn't tell.
5: No, I like the lemon myself. Mm. Mm.
6: That's clean living. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. Oh, there it is.
4: And devil dogs. Devil yeah. dogs. <laughs> I dream about devil dogs.
5: I get very hungry after the show. So I gotta, yeah, love got devil dogs. Here, you know?
4: Anyway. Good for you, man. I'm still so working anyways, on all I, those Oreos. I,
5: I wanted to add something, Mac, about the rain. I, you know, I know about you know the bad side of it. There is a good side of the rain that we've had. I haven't had to pay for a car wash since oh, April. There he goes. All right. Okay. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's a lot of savings. That is good. That's a lot of
4: yeah. savings. That's right. Um, we have a guest with us. Probably trying to figure out why the hell is he here. <laughs> Kevin Cook. Kevin Cook. Let's uh, clap him in. Clap him in. Very distinguished looking guy. He's down in Texas, but we won't hold that against him. And um, we've known each other for a long time. We haven't seen each other for a while, but... On the old show, we talked to you a number of times. And uh, you have a book which is called uh, Marian Apparitions Are Real. And uh, first of all, Kevin, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Oh, good. KC. Glad to be with you. KC. So so just explain to people what Marian Apparitions are.
9: Well, they cover a tremendous number over a 2,000-year period. And basically, their visitations. They can either be in person or... Or to large numbers, uh, a vision of the Virgin Mary, uh, and she's actually there. And um, I can explain the background of how I got into it. Um, what happened was in 2012, I was uh, looking for property around Utica because you could probably tell I'm not from Texas, and uh, <laughs> really? my okay. accent was Go ahead. But uh, but anyway, make a long story short, uh, I was uh, around Utica. And I've seen some property on the internet around Utica, New York. And I looked up there, and uh, I made a mistake in not buying it. It was kind of mountain goaty looking, but I mean, still, it was only sixteen thousand dollars, five acres. And uh, but at any rate, uh, I had a, I looked at it on a Wednesday, and I I come back, uh, and I had a, well, no, I looked on a, a Tuesday, and I I came back to uh, near Albany to be near the airport for Thursday. And uh, I just happened to run across Our Lady of Martyr's Shrine in Orysville, New York, about 40 miles from Albany. And I'd only been a Catholic about a year, and uh, I didn't know all the ins and outs. And I started walking the grounds, and I smelled an overpowering smell of roses. I mean enough to knock you down. Mm. And uh, I'm in the tree-dash greenhouse business. I mean I've always been in greenhouses and such or many for many years anyway. And uh, this was overpowering, stronger than any smell I've ever smelled. And uh, the only roses were around a little uh, Marian statue, just a handful. And uh, it was breezy September. Nothing was blooming, et cetera. And this went on and on and on. So finally, I went into the, uh, at Our Lady of Martyr's Shrine in Orrisville, I went into the bookstore-museum, dash which was the only thing that was open. Mm-hmm. And I told this woman, Carol, who was the manager there, what happened. And she looked at me like I smacked her. And I, I said, what's the matter, lady? And she said she'd been there 10 years and every six to 12 months. So those men tell her tell her a similar story. And what it was, it was what they call the odor of sanctity. It was the presence of the Virgin Mary. Mm. And I was just absolutely gobsmacked. I mm. mean, you know, mm. and, uh, It was kind of cute, too, because after I left, talked to her for about 20 minutes. I went to the parking lot to leave and it was like it came back like a little whiff of it, like a little pat on the head on the way out. It was kind of really nice. But it spurred me to a great interest in these Marian apparitions. And the book Marian Apparitions are real. It's on Kindle and Amazon. Mm -hmm. And uh, what it is, is this has happened all, all along. I mean, there's four or five. Oh, by the way, the book was approved by the. You know several different church uh, groups,
4: mm-hmm.
9: but uh, but what it is is what I found is there's a couple three apparitions going on at every time at every moment.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah, funny.
9: And it's, yeah. it's gone on and on and on. And I highlighted, of course, the the most uh, well known. But uh, she will come and see you. And here's another side kicker that I don't want you to think I'm bonkers for anything. No, but I go to our I go to Our Lady of Martyr Shrine Catholic Church in Keller, Texas. Okay, it's a suburb suburb town of uh, Fort Worth. And what happened is this is about two years ago. Uh, what happened is I I was I'm a vegetarian and I was thinking about going to Burger King for their veggie sandwich and I was
5: really yeah.
9: Uh, I <laughs> thought about it, and I kind of got grim around the edges because i had been there about a hundred times. <laughs> I've had no You boat. do believe in God, but what I'm saying is, but anyway, the thought was in my process, and a vo- voice said to me in my head, "Go to Burger King," like insistently. So I, you know, of course, I I knew something was different, uh-huh. and I, I did. Yes. Anyway, anyway, I get to the Burger King, I walk into it, and after a hundred times of being there, the Muse Act was only only on for about the second or third time, and you know what the the lyrics word of the song that was on it. Oh, it's it was have you talked to an angel and I thought, "Wait a minute hmm. now." That's exactly what happened. And after the, briefly eating the food and coming out, I said, "What's your name?" Cuz I could tell something was a presence around me. Go ahead. And, and he said Rafi and he said Raphael. Hmm. And that's an archangel. Yeah, that's yeah. an archangel. I felt pretty good about that. Yeah, yeah. Did he But uh... Uh, did he have but I mean walk- that happened. That happened only a couple years ago.
4: Did he uh, have lunch with you? Was he interested in having a wapar? No, he
9: waited. T- he waited till I got out. Okay, all right. <laughs> but,
4: um, so let me ask you this though. But but
9: I mean it. it sure.
4: All right. So as I was saying, like in the run-up uh, to this, it, it, is that there? There's a lot of you know eyewitness. Um, you know, proof. Let's say eyewitnesses to these things. Um, Fatima is one. Oh yes, and, oh yes. Uh, and,
3: um, oh,
9: absolutely, absolutely.
4: Fatima and and uh, what's the other one that we, we were just talking about? And uh, and oh, lords,
0: there's one in
9: lords Fatima. There's hundreds of them. Just hundreds of them. There's uh, Our
0: Lady of Guadalupe, which, yep, is what, one. which is our favorite.
9: Yes, that's another one of the major ones. I mean, uh, it's but it's me... really it's a widespread phenomenon, mm-hmm. and. Uh, well, there's so many. There's Our Lady of Lourdes. There's Our Lady of Knock. There's Our Lady of Fatima.
4: Mm-hmm. Uh, there's one in uh, Yugoslavia, man. too. I forget the name of it. But but my question is this, is that, so, as I said, there's a lot of eyewitness testimony and there's even photographs and so on of what happened in Lourdes. Um, yes. That that lend this idea that, um, that these things are appearing, that they're real, that they're real apparitions, let's say, but— they, um, you know, they they come about in uh, the um, how should I say it? These apparitions are linked directly to characters that are revered yeah. in the Catholic Church. Okay, so my question is this, okay? Because I I yeah. grew up Catholic, you know, and you know we learned about all these people and, and, and these visitations and stuff. But my question is is why if it if it's only Catholic characters, let's say. Doesn't that mean the Catholic yeah. Church? Isn't that some kind of proof the Catholic Church is like right? Because these otherworldly visitors are coming in the guise of the Catholic Church. They're not, I hate to say it, but they're not appearing as Protestants or no, anything. So, what, not, do, what, does not what does that does mean to you?
9: What does that mean? I would know of it. But no, it's absolutely guaranteed to be connected with the Catholic Church. And like I say, that on a lesser note, uh, as far as notoriety, there's, like I say, uh, this book was approved by the uh, International Marian Research Institute, and that, do, that looks into all kinds of them. And what I'm saying is, at any given time, there's half a dozen going on.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, I can see that, they're, like UFO. They're not, you know, like UFO uh, sightings. You know, I mean, there's there's like a thousand every month. They're they're going on all the time.
9: No one could doubt. No one could doubt the validity of that either. No, no, no I mean, no. I don't know what the one two three of it is, but but this I do, and it's as well. I mean, it is well lined out. And actually, like I say, the thing with the church experiences, and I've had others, but the thing with the church experience, like the Burger King format, yes, that just kind of endorsed it after all these years. She hasn't forgotten her old boy. Mm. And, uh, and I, I just – I'm very thankful and very appreciative.
4: Yeah, huh. Uh, Raven, you must have a question. Raven must have a question. <laughs> I can't
7: I
6: um i kind of always go back and forth in my head when it comes to this because it's oh i'm sorry my there's so much noise happening right now it's the cat <laughs> it's so loud i'm so sorry if you can hear that Wow well, the cat um I, nope. that's actually my dog oh, anyway, <laughs> i always go back and forth in my head because this is such a huge catholic um, I don't want to say entity, that's not the right word, but um, presence, I guess you could say. Right. My question is, and maybe, you know, nobody will have the answer to this, maybe, I don't know, but do these, like, kind of hold hands with, like, demonic possessions and exorcisms?
4: Something. I mean, it's, like, it's, it's almost like the it's, same thing, the be- the good side of the same thing, you know?
6: Right, like, it's, it's not, you know... It, I don't know. It doesn't feel like it's like totally off. People. You know what I, I mean? mean, people
4: see devils. People are exorcised. You know, go through exorcism. The Catholic Church actually sanctions exorcisms. So oh, yeah. you know, there's something there. I know you have to go through a big process of you know getting uh, exorcism. In fact, uh, we're having a Halloween show coming up in a couple of weeks uh, based on the exorcist and um, the movie, and we're going to have a real exorcist on anyway. There's a little tease. So so. You know Raven is right, I mean, like you know you, you see you could probably find people who see a devil every day, you know, but why the well, Catholic I'm glad Church
9: I was on the good side of it <laughs> you know, right?
4: why are they right? why are they right? you know because I hate to say it because, like I say I'm a Catholic but a fallen Catholic, you know, not everything they do is is right okay and and you know a lot of what they do is wrong, so why would these other worldly beings come in the guise of you know the Catholic Church. Uh, these characters, these actors that show up in the Catholic Church, you know, liturgy, as you say, from day one. You know, it's it's just odd.
5: Hey, Mac, can I add something to that? Please, as, club, as a Catholic club. Yes, you know, please. we were brought up with the Virgin Mary and all of the apparitions, and I've read just about everything I can get a hold of. I, I haven't seen read Kevin's yet, but I intend to. Yeah, all right. But you know, clearly, uh, these visions have been particularly in Fatima, there were a lot of non-believers there mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the, during the First World War and yeah. there were the uh, you know the Germans there and all that and uh, who didn't believe who actually saw this. But right. one of the things that I had read that, that I found very important is I don't know if you recall who Ingo Swan was. Yes, yes, sure. he oh, yeah. was a uh, psychic and he was a co-creator really of remote viewing. Mm-hmm. And he um, he was an atheist, but he wrote a book, or a portion of his book, all about the apparitions of Mary. And he was a firm believer in that uh, after he did research. And, mm-hmm. and after I read that, I said, wow. But now here's someone that's, you know, like I say, a scientist, a physicist. They don't mm-hmm. believe in God. Right. right, yes. But yeah. he, he believed so much in it after he got involved. That he actually made it part of a a, a book that he wrote. He, he devoted a section to it, and I have the book here somewhere. I was looking for it today, mm-hmm. today, but I can't find it. But, but, anyways, you know, uh, it isn't just Catholics that have uh, witnessed this, but she appears before Catholics because she is the, you know, she, she's the, the, you know, the saint for the Catholics. The mother. I mean, she
4: switches. You know, the mother yeah. switches the mother figure. Switches the mother figure. Not
5: recognized as the Virgin Mary, right, by other religions. Switch is raising well, I his I firmly him. believe in it, yeah.
4: Switch is raising his Switch. There was
1: a wave of bizarre UFO sightings and encounters in Dubbed Wales, southwestern mm-hmm. Wales, um, in 1977. Um, uh, silver-suited beings that were seven foot tall. Uh, short guys that were three and a half foot tall that looked like leprechauns in these little uh, egg-shaped objects and a whole array of UFO encounters. That, that's racist. Well, prior to that, the Coombs family had a farm where a lot of the stuff was going on. Yes. But prior to that, they were living in a caravan or a trailer near the water's edge. Mm-hmm. And they were experiencing poltergeist phenomena in their in their caravan. But also, when they would look through a particular window at night, they would see a vision uh, of the a Marian apparition of Mary with her uh, um, rosary mm-hmm. uh, through the window. You had to look through this particular window and then it would morph into a vision of Jesus. And it was just very interesting that this uh, a classic Marian apparition and religious apparitions would occur prior to this uh, uh, bizarre array of UFO encounters. Right. Uh, sometime after that.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is strange. In in Fatima. Now Fatima was 1919 uh, 19 or so, I think. Um, and and
5: during the World War One. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no.
4: Um, and and. Uh, it started off with uh, the BVM um, appearing to three children who were, like uh, tending uh, sheep out in the wilderness of Portugal somewhere. And every month, every, uh, I'm sorry, every month the, the the crowd, the audience grew. Okay, and there's there's, yes. a, there's a lot of stuff in between. They were put in jail, and because the government of Portugal at the time was not was very anti-Catholic, even though the majority right. of the population was Catholic, so they put them in jails like all oh, this drama. But anyway, on the last vision. There were 30,000 people there, 30,000 and there were five newspaper reporters there and talk about you know converted and the unconverted. four of them were from these you know right wing kind of papers you know which were anti-Catholic anti-religion. And the four of them said all independently, you know, I saw this thing and we saw the sky the, the sun move in the sky, we saw the sun come down and it, it, it had rained. Now, how weird is this? It had rained. And the sun came so close to the crowd; it dried their clothes. Okay, now this is yeah, I've heard that thirty thousand yeah. people, and this there's photographs of it. there's a photograph of the crowd. I mean, if you just give it a little bit of a twist, it could be you know what we call UFO. Switchy has his hand up. Very, First, very,
1: very quickly. One of the uh, incidents that Ingo Swan talks about in the book the club was was referring to. Uh, there were two sheepherders. A, a, a I think it was a brother and sister. They saw this. It was almost like a landing of a ufo in an egg-shaped object in a ravine and as they got closer to it, they saw the door was open and if the door didn't you know an entity didn't come out like a like from Alpha centauri it was a woman that was essentially a a, a vision of the virgin mary so you almost have this uh there's a lot more to this but you almost have an incident of a what you might call a close encounter of the third kind yeah, yeah. and a marian apparition in the same spot
4: that's strange yeah, it's really weird. Hey, listen, what are we going to do? Kev, can you hang around for a while? Yeah, for a little bit, sure. Okay, all right. Let's take a quick break now and really settle down, say our prayers, and we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Mac Maloney's I'll Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned.
3: Hawk Hunter, the wingman, has finally rid the world of its worst ever supervillain, Victor Robotov. But in Mac Maloney's latest book, War of Dragons, we learn the maniacal terrorist ghost still haunts our battered, devastated planet. In War of Dragons, book 22 in Max best-selling Wingman series, Hawk and his united American allies uncover Victor's bizarre plot from beyond the grave. The super-terrorist hid six nuclear bombs around the Mediterranean before he died, knowing their detonation will empty out the Great Sea and cause a worldwide catastrophe. Guarding these weapons of mass destruction, he's left behind a family of ferocious air dragons, eternal aerial sentinels that will stop at nothing to protect their late master's unthinkable secrets. Sailing aboard their gigantic aircraft carrier, the USS USA, Hawk and the United Americans must battle their way across the Mediterranean, slaying these dragons in hopes of beating Victor's allies to the nukes' secret locations before time runs out. If not, then the world will face a very nasty, very watery Armageddon. It's Game of Thrones meets Top Gun in Wingman 22, War of Dragons, by Matt Maloney, on sale now on Amazon.
4: Check everyone to Mac Maloney's Miller Tracks Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Mac Maloney. Oh Wow, what a show we have for you tonight. We're going to play some church music, I think, over some of this at least. But speaking of church, no, not really. Ha ha. Girls, the very famous one-one Juan Juan is here.
0: Hello, girls. Hello, Mac. Pretty good show so far. Pretty so good. Getting into the bizarre okay. area.
4: All right. You don't think we're in the bizarre area when we're asking you British terms like I did a doodle?
0: Yeah, <laughs> That was pretty bizarre. Okay, and, uh, right. It's sad to say I, I didn't know hardly any of those things. Well,
2: uh, <coughs> wow, Al, yeah, you okay? All right, sorry, yeah, right, Al, coughing up a lung over here. So oh, I wow, apologize. okay, all right. I'm, I'm more. I was interested more in the Australian kiss than. The... All right, that's what you. Okay, right. <laughs>
4: wow, <laughs> wow. Anyway, if you're gonna go go big. Well, uh, that's what she said. Hang on. <laughs> um, also with us is our um, <clears throat> Annette, uh Also with. <clears throat> Also with us is our national correspondent, Switchblade Steve Ward, Switchy.
1: Great to be here on a national basis.
4: Right. Okay. Uh, What are you sniffing cocaine over there? What's going on? Again, you know, I'm I'm, I'm dying. I'm dying over here. I've
1: been out of cocaine for eons. Really? Huh? Okay.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Chit chat now. Testimony later. Watch it. (laughs) Also with us is our security chief, Willie Club. Not doing a bump, I don't think. Uh, doing the what? A bump. Do you know what a bump is doing a bump?
5: Uh, I know a couple of the means, but I'm not okay. quite. Anyway. How are you well, tonight? Anyways, okay. I'm having a good time tonight and I'm cool. particularly because I'm into the apparitions mm-hmm. and Okay. With all the bad things going on in this world, sometimes it's good to yes. have other things to focus on that that are much uh greater than us.
4: The good. Uh also with us is our um Favorite good witch up there in sideways. Yeah, Raven. Is with this Raven, how are you?
6: Hi, my friends. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. I just looked up Margellan's disease and I'm absolutely horrified. That's it. I yeah. need a bump now.
4: Yeah, yeah. I need a bump too. I need a bump of baby potter. Yeah, it's a weird it's weird and it's very psychosomatic, but it's it's a it's a psychosomatic disease that actually has physical yeah. uh, you know, manifestations. It's very, very strange. I, I I would suggest people not read it. Because it's I, it's extremely I would agree. disturbing. I'm it
0: now. Anyway,
6: especially um like if you don't like trauma to the the body, creepy stuff, you know, yeah. and the skin specifically, yeah.
4: Switch? Did different. I uh did I introduce you? Switch. Switch. Did I introduce Which, you? What's, what's that? Did I introduce you?
1: Um, I think so. Okay. Well, when we I do it again, you in it. case yeah. I did,
4: I call it. A national correspondent down there in uh, Flat Tire, West Virginia. <laughs> Switchblade Steve Ward, Switchy. Uh,
5: great to
1: be here whether you've introduced me or not.
4: Okay, good. Cover all bases. Uh, yep. We have a guest, and then I have to come back to you, Switch. You know why. A good friend, Kevin Cook, down there in Texas, Fort Worth, Texas area. Kevin, how are you doing?
9: Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good.
4: You're an expert on marion apparitions, which are Uh, apparitions that people see of the Blessed Virgin Mary, uh, who is the uh, mother of Christ, according to the Bible. And um, uh, we have learned in the previous segment that they happen a lot, and they only happen to um, appear in these characters that, uh, that are very fundamental to the Catholic Church, especially Christ's mother. But it just sounds like another ghost story, another UFO story, but so many people have seen these things. There have been photos taking of them. Uh, we talked oh, about yes, earlier. Yes. Thirty thousand people at Fatima actually saw something going on there. So something is happening. Oh,
9: so many people you Geneva not even count them all. Right. There. That's true. So
4: you said That's you true. had another story. You're going to blow our noodles off. Is that the uh, is that the quote?
9: Well, yeah. Uh, here's what happened, and this is way back. I mean, in the I mean, back in my early youth. Yes. Uh, see, I used to have my. I used to have – after I got out of the Army, I had my own business in Atlanta, and uh, I uh, moved down there because my brother lived there. And uh, make a long story short, I, I went ahead and took a student assignment. I, see, I grew up an Episcopalian. Oh, yes.
4: That's almost a Catholic. And I, go ahead. That's almost a Catholic.
9: Well, <laughs> pseudo, yeah. No, okay, go ahead. But what happened was I took a, a appointment in the United Methodist Church as a pastor – and a uh, student pastor for a year and uh i was used to i was like 22 years old 23 years old i was making like 4000 a week at the time
4: wow that's a lot oh. of
9: money back then
4: There's a lot of money oh, now was all
9: money. <laughs> oh yeah it was but what business but what, what business were you in i i got, assi- what? I got assigned got to really go ahead
4: what what business were you you were you were a minister and you're getting 4 grand a week
9: no that's before I was what, minister where were you before?
4: What was your business before that? It was a bookie. It was a bookie I know uh, it.
9: No, no I was a salesman for shipping tape. I had my own shipping tape company.
4: Okay, shipping tape. okay interesting okay kind of a sticky business and right I, I had to say it
9: I took I took a student assignment uh, appointment as a United Methodist student minister. Yes, yes and Whaleysville Maryland way out in the way an Eastern Shore. And make a long story short, uh, I was, uh, you know, after it was, a, you understand, you know, I'm a 22-year-old kid making like the equivalent of like 15,000 a year now, I mean a week now, yes. practically. And uh, I, I was looking about this back of beyond place, and it was okay, but I mean it was just very countrified. Uh-huh. And I thought, boy, this is a forlorn looking place. And a voice came into my head and said, yes, don't worry about it, you're going to be Catholic eventually anyway. And that was a supernatural experience.
4: Mm-hmm. Who said
9: that and, to you? Uh, uh, some angel or something. I'm just standing outside this, this church looking about like I'm in the back of beyond, you know. And uh, But the idea being is this is just a stopping point was the the issue.
7: Mm-hmm.
9: But, but no, uh, honestly, there's so many people that have experienced the, the Marian apparitions you'd have to – You'd have to be really cynical to not believe them. Mm-hmm. And the book is called "Once Again: Marian Apparitions Are Real." It's on Amazon and Kindle, and you can also get it through Barnes Noble. But I was meant to write that book. I really think. Mm-hmm. I really do.
4: Let me ask you this though, um, just to play uh, not devil's advocate, haha. But um, you know, how 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 in depth does the uh, Catholic Church, and I mean the Vatican City, which has a va- vast resources. They have yeah. astronomers, they have observatories, they have scientists, and you know, so on. So so how in-depth, you know, do they investigate these things? I know they—, they Very,
9: very much in-depth. Very they much in-depth. Really, they yeah, do. Huh. Huh, they wow. do.
4: Well, that's interesting. Okay, so they
9: believe they're real as well. Oh, no, they do. They, they do. They don't just take anything— uh for granted. They do look into things very deeply.
4: But there, is, and, that, uh, is that public record? Do they, do they then reveal what they've learned? I'm going to guess no.
9: Well, they're pretty secretive, but uh, the group that I was associated with, the International Marian Research Institute that's affiliated with the church, it it has done tremendous work and tremendous investigations. And like I say, with all the notoriety this, this subject matter has gotten and it's for real it's a for real event mm-hmm. but i'm just i brought that the issue with the the situation in my youth that was that was before i even knew hardly what a catholic was you know yes. i mean of course i knew what they were but i mean yes. i wasn't I, I hadn't joined the church or anything else so at any rate uh it's a very good book i suggest uh people want to get a good overview of the topic could read it yeah yeah and uh and that's uh, pretty much him. what I got. Let
4: me ask you this: Can you explain? And, and if you can't, it's okay. But can you explain the three letters of uh, the three letters that were given to the Pope by the people who had the apparition? Was it th- three letters of Fatima or three letters of Lourdes?
9: I don't remember. I think it was Fatima, but I don't remember.
4: Club, do you remember? I
5: believe no. it was Fatima. Yeah,
4: I think it but, was. I think it was. So what, I'm, I'm here. I've heard it. To now. So what, what 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 happened was. These, the, the three people, <clears throat> sorry, what happened was these three kind of uh, shepherd kids, um, as yep. they grew, they became almost celebrities from these uh, sightings. And uh, yep. I think that uh, two of them became nuns, I'm pretty sure. And they wrote these letters that were sent to the Pope a long time ago uh, you know, under the uh, idea that they would never be um, publicized until all three of the, p- the kids who saw the apparition passed away so that happened right one of the kids lived she was a nun she lived for quite a while so she passes away so now the pope and i'm not sure what pope it was it might have been in the early 60s was the first one to actually get to open the letter he opens the letter and he doesn't tell anyone what it, he just seals the letter back up okay doesn't want to tell anyone which is scary okay so then a few more years go by and it's a different pope and this is probably in the late uh 1970s and there was actually a pope John Paul the 1st okay he was pope for about a week and the rumor is is that he opened the second letter read it had a heart attack and died okay yeah and so now there's this third letter that no one has opened and no one has publicized but it seems like any time you know, there's, these letters open. It's not good news in there. Let's put it that way. It's, it's it's such bad news that they don't want to publicize it, which is, you know, really bad. And and, and they thought they would predict a war and so on and so forth. But uh, yeah, that's the three letters. Now, listen, I've, I've this has all made me hungry. Let me just. I have to throw it to switch so I don't forget this switch. Yeah, there, switch.
1: Yeah, I'm here. Mm-hmm.
4: So you know what we're going to ask you? Okay, I'm going to ask everyone tonight. What did you have for oh, breakfast God. today? Okay. Can I? Can I? Can I guess? It looks like a frosted flakes yeah, day. Yes, you may guess. Frosted flakes day. You didn't go out. You had to wash no, your
1: I, it No, I it took me a long time to get out of the uh the abode. Oh, that's right but because I did go out. Yep. And I went across the river to and the, I went to Bob Evans to the union to get side.
4: Breakfast. Yes, huh? Okay. All right. Did you got the grand slam. Thank you, ma'am.
1: No, that's uh that's Denny's. I haven't oh, seen the Denny's for okay. quite some time. <laughs> okay.
7: <laughs> okay.
4: All right. Well, so uh did you have the big the big the big meal?
1: I had I did have a a, a big meal, although I didn't eat the whole thing. I was got oh. to be full at one point, oh. and I left the rest behind. Yes. So I had I ordered three eggs over easy with hash browns and sausage.
4: Wow. Thanks. So your eyes are bigger than your stomach, as they used to tell me as a kid.
1: Well, it, it does happen sometimes, but it's always a good idea to not uh Eat all that stuff on the plate, right? You know, if, you know I've got a GQ shooting. Uh, oh, okay, up. all right. That you have and, to watch uh, you it. You're, you're gonna look, uh, You going to look. You know, kidding? Yeah, yeah and, well, uh, yeah, yeah. You probably like, not the uh, GQ we're
4: thinking of, but okay. Yeah, interesting. Switch. Yeah. Hmm. What you have for lunch? Not that I care, but you know, we have to tap it. Well, that,
1: that pretty much was lunch. It was <laughs> really? So That's so late that in the start. day. So, okay, so Bob
4: Evans, up in the Union side, you have to leave a tip, correct?
1: Uh, yes, you do. Okay. It was about uh fourteen bucks the, the uh You better let bill. six. Six I, I
4: left five bucks. Five bucks? Yeah I couldn't leave the six. Okay. That's and all so right. One third the bill.
1: I mean that's not bad, uh, Matt. Okay. Come oh, on. Yeah, I know. That's all right.
4: Uh so anyway, so um wow. So let's go back to Kevin here for a second. Kevin, please, uh tease your book one yep. more time. And you you wrote it about ten years ago, right?
9: Yeah, but but uh, yeah, ten years ago, a little bit more than ten, yeah.
4: Hmm. And and why you? If you know what I mean, why does why does uh, why does the BV, BVM pick on you? Why is she always showing up when you're there, especially at Burger King?
9: Well, I uh, that was uh, Raphael oh, there, right. but uh, Her messenger. I don't know. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I I can't I can't discuss that because I don't know. <laughs> just... But uh, okay. but I, that that. Uh, Situation I relayed that hearing that voice back when I was in my twenties. Yes, is so far is so far back that it's it's crazy. Hmm. But God just loves old uh, Baltimore uh, hard cases. I don't know. <laughs>
4: really? How do? You, uh, no, no. How do you explain? Uh, no, never mind. <clears throat> anyway, so wow hey, Kevin. Okay. Kevin, Go ahead, one please. One yeah.
0: Thank. You. Has all these experiences in writing the book about Mary, yeah, and the apparitions made you more? Uh, of a religious person than you were before. Did it
9: oh yes, your... it did. It did. It did. And uh, one time after writing the book, I had this other interesting anecdote. I'll tell you. Place. Is uh, is I uh I was in Walmart, and I've gone to the same Walmart over and over for a thousand years here. Just you know, you know, just it's right up the street from where I lived, about a mile and a half. It's just convenient. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is about. Actually, this is before I went to uh, New York for the, you know, the the apparition thing and uh, the apparition partial apparitional experience. What happened was uh, I ran across a priest who was in full regalia, you know, robes and all that. And I, which was strange. And he, and I, I told him I just become a Catholic, et cetera. And, uh, and he but I've been a Catholic about a year. Anyhow, uh, he said, you know, you start saying the rosary more regularly. And I thought, well, how would this guy know? You know, I mean, how would he know I didn't say the rosary every day like you're supposed to? Mm -hmm. And he he was actually kind of like scolding me. And that was strange. I mean, this guy didn't know me from the man in the moon. Hmm. And there was some kind of almost supernatural insight he'd have. Why wouldn't he think I'd say it every day? I say it every day now and have for 10 years yes. but what i'm saying is that was all i mean i've had all kinds of anecdotal experiences that kind of reinforced my faith is
4: uh-huh. what i'm saying and what do you mm-hmm. do now what do you do yeah. if, if you don't mind me asking what do you do now
9: i sell trees
4: sell trees okay all right
6: what it's kind the of trees i love it
4: christmas trees
9: no no it's a landscape contractors oh. uh i, I uh, sell live oak red oak cedar elm, that kind of thing
4: mm-hmm. <clears throat> down in texas down in texas right
9: yeah, 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 Texas. Yeah. Some I'm in Oklahoma, mostly Texas.
4: I thought people from Texas don't go to Oklahoma.
9: Well, not too much. <laughs> not too much. Okay, All right. But no, I'm Oklahoma's still. not that bad. <laughs> Oklahoma is better than you think.
4: Really? You yeah. Really? Okay, I think that's on their license plate. Oklahoma, better than you think.
9: <laughs> so
4: listen, Kevin, thank
9: you. I, I know it sounds like a old Yankee, but I just miss New York almost every day.
4: Do you really? Yeah? Okay. New York City yeah. or New York, New
9: York? Upstate. Oh well, my whole family is from the city, but I don't like that. I mean, I like upstate.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice place. I'll Upstate is beautiful in the summer. You can't beat it in the summer. It's beautiful, and there's so much well, up there. Yeah.
7: You know?
6: But the it winter, I mean, and
4: is. the fall is excellent, fall. right? But the winter, baby, oofah. I mean, we
6: love that uh, yeah, but love Lake, that
9: upstate Lake, winter. Lake Placid is is just unbelievably
4: yeah, beautiful. Yeah, Lake, Lake Placid is a really nice place. And so we live near Lake George, which is also really nice. Um,
9: yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's, called, it's it's great all the way through. But anyhow, guys, uh, that I hope uh, people will look the book up and yeah, enjoy yeah. it. Yep.
4: Yeah. Marian Apparitions it's are cool real. It. Yeah. And uh, thank Marian you, Kevin.
9: Marian Apparitions are real and like I say it's at uh, Kindle and Amazon and oh. Barnes & Noble and uh, super dope, It'd be a good read.
4: Can you bless us? Yeah. I mean, you have it in with the BVM. Is there a way that you can kind of give us a little blessing, help us out for football I'm this Sunday? Do you ever pray I'm for football? Do you ever pray for football? Would you ever pray for the outcome of a game? Is that wrong? <laughs> yes.
9: No. No, no I not. Think it's not. wrong, but I don't think it's really merit. It brings much merit, though.
4: Oh, <laughs> <Well>, uh, <laughs> wow. Well, it does sometimes. Uh, anyway. Listen, why? why? Because well, maybe it does. I don't yeah. know.
9: Is that a scenario? I We'll That's talk. Sure I hadn't really thought about. Well, we'll talk.
4: We'll talk. Okay, maybe we can bring her in <laughs> for for a vague. I shouldn't say that. I right, thank you, Kevin. We really appreciate oh, it. Cool. All right, and uh, we're going to clap okay, you well, off. With... Talk. Thank you very much. We're cool.
0: talking to you too, Kevin. Kevin, we'll That's
4: talk good. to you very okay. soon. Okay, see you oh, later. Bye bye. Wow, there you go, kids. Okay, are you all enlightened and religified now?
0: I am. Well, it, it, something's up. Something's there's something my, to it. You it, know, enhance my knowledge of the the whole. Yeah. phenomenon, but but uh, Eileen and I have been uh, big believers of uh, that's our stuff. Lady of Guadalupe and all the places yes. that Mary appears
4: yes and that movie, you got to see
0: that movie with Harvey Keitel it's really outstanding
5: mm. Maybe you Kiel. have to have something to believe in right yeah. right no matter what it is you have to have something i believe I'll right. go, I believe John
4: I'll John go Kiel have a beer belief all right so we're going to take a
3: take a quick break okay will be right back we've all heard of area 51 the U.S. government's top secret base in the Nevada desert. But have you ever heard of Area 52 or 53 or 54? 54. 54, 54 How about Tanapar Test Range or the Navy's secret base inside the Bermuda Triangle? Find out about them and more in Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Did Richard Nixon show Jackie Gleason a crashed alien spaceship near the swamps of Florida? Is it true that more UFOs are seen over a small Scottish village than anywhere else in the world? And is there a secret place in Russia that some people think is heaven on earth? Earth? In Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, you'll visit more than a dozen top secret places around the globe, the haunted forests of New Jersey. A valley in Colorado where shadows come alive and humans can fly without wings. And where's the only secret base in America that's not been visited by UFOs? You've heard Mac talk all about these places on his radio show. Now you can read all about them yourself. That's Mac Maloney's Beyond Area 51, Mysteries of the World's Most Forbidden Places. Now on sale at Amazon.
4: Welcome back. We went to Mac Maloney's Millie Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. This is Macaroni. Wow, what a show this has turned into! to be. Uh, girls, the very famous Juan Juan is over there. Is it with us? Hello,
0: girls. Hello, everybody. Across the Thank you for having me on the show again tonight, Mac.
4: You went 0-15 for British slang.
0: Right. <laughs> Think about that for a second. You how much I'm getting, into the, getting with the program. Yeah,
4: really. Okay. Uh, also with us, talking about being getting with the program, is uh, Switchblade Steve Ward, our national correspondent down in West Virginia.
1: Uh, Mac, do you meet the very famous switchboard, uh correspondent in West By God, Virginia?
4: Really? Why all of a sudden?
1: Oh, I don't know. It just seems like <laughs> one-one okay. right. one is always
4: upstaging me. Okay. I'm
0: oh, sorry. yeah, right. You got the best gig out of the whole staff here. Wow.
4: How about that? <laughs> really uh, do. Also with us is our uh, security chief, Willie Club.
5: Hey, Mac. Getting religion tonight. Getting religion
4: tonight is right.
5: Are, I'm uh, going to be good to uh, switch tonight. I'm not going to
4: really tell any truths. Yeah, Switch just passed out. Hang on, wake up, Switch. Uh, y- y- yeah, because earlier the earlier segment we had our friend Kevin Cook on. He was telling us about all these uh, instances of Marian apparitions, where the BVM, Blessed Virgin Mary, <laughs> to our friends, uh, show up. You know, at these crazy places, people see them. So, it seems like the Catholic Church has the inside track on it. Also, with us, well, I'll uh, say is our favorite good witch up there in Sideways Near Raven is with us. Raven.
6: Hi, my okay. friends. Thanks for having me.
4: Mm-hmm. Hi, Raven. You look like Renona Ryder in the off hours today.
0: Is that what you're going for? <laughs>
6: <laughs> I wish I looked anything like Renona Ryder. Yeah, go. She is gorgeous. <laughs>
4: We've had this discussion before. All right, now I'm going to throw it to Al here because we have some guests in the studio. Very rare. Al Ronaldo, getaway driver and UFO mechanic. Al, how are you tonight?
2: Well, I'm doing great, Mac. How are you doing? Hmm?
4: You have two girls in your arm. Please explain.
2: Um, Yeah, we had uh, visitors from uh, New Hampshire and uh, one from Massachusetts. So uh, one being my niece uh, by marriage by marriage (laughs) and uh, the other being my niece by relationship by marriage by marriage. So so there we are. Mm -hmm. So there are two ladies here we're okay. uh, more than happy to answer any
4: questions welcome to the show thank you we should clap them in right oh. Don't worry. it'll sound better on the show uh, so um, you've um you've dropped by to see us and mm-hmm. um, thank you um, for visiting us so you've seen ghosts right both of you have had horrible ghost stories hopefully uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
10: not not horrible but um,
2: disturbing
6: I, I mean all right, so one time, I don't know how old I was, but I saw a woman in a picture that wasn't a woman. I mm-hmm. um, saw it multiple
10: times, and I kept blinking and trying to make it go away. Uh, later on, I saw a picture of my stepfather's mother, and it actually was the woman, which I've never met.
4: So, So, so you saw a picture of a woman in a picture that was an other woman it was like a seaside yes. or something
3: correct wow huh just like a painting
4: really and then yeah. later on you actually saw the woman and you and she that's well, a little she, creepy that's creepy enough for us all right How, so what do you think happened
10: i think i have special powers really <laughs> doing good drugs <laughs> yes,
7: now you're talking
4: <laughs> wow special powers okay all right did that impact you as a as you were a kid right
6: Yes. Um, no, it didn't feel scary.
4: Mm-hmm. So if I, I've never seen a ghost, but I think if I saw a ghost, it would scare me. I'm not one of these people who say, "Oh, you know, they can live with us and stuff like that." I'd move out.
0: Anyway, you yes. would. Yeah, you wouldn't uh, man up and say, "Hey, ghost." I'm not uh, not man up ghost to a ghost, you, you
4: would say, "They're a ghost." You would stay. I know you would stay. You you lived in a haunted yeah. house. So. Yeah,
2: well, I've lived in a haunted house. It's it's not it's not that big a deal.
4: Do we have another ghost story? I hope.
2: She's shaking her head no.
4: Make one up, please. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Uh, go ahead. please. No?
11: You got got one? one? No, no, no. Yeah, your turn. So Michelle's home in Massachusetts was built in the 50s, and it had one owner prior to her buying it, and he passed away in the home. And when I'm there, there are times that I feel sort of – Like, somebody's watching me or a presence. And yesterday I was there by myself and heard, like, a thud. Mm. And both the dogs heard it, but it was nothing that I could really identify.
2: Hmm. So it would be Harry. It
11: would be Harry. Harry. There's something horrible about your dogs hearing the same,
6: like, mm -hmm. disembodied noises that you're hearing Mm -hmm. and not being able to pinpoint where that's coming from or, you know, like comfort your dogs in any way to be like oh okay babe it's fine you know like we're good like when they turn their heads and just stare off at, at like an empty wall where i can't see anything or my cat does it too i'm like oh no no we're burning the whole thing to the ground that's creepy i'm done i'm <laughs> right? just done yeah. and they do it all the time and i like i don't know what to do
4: right and we've said it before on the show it's like why would a dog or a cat do that you know he's not trying to impress us or anything you know he, they're acting as if someone's in the room and there's no one in the room unless they can see something we can't. Why would they act like that? Why would they fake it? So sure, we're like little so we're like, kids, like little little, little kids, kids that yeah. Can,
6: you know, like same thing. It's that like that innocence and that just like yeah, you have no one to impress, so you're not gonna make it up.
4: Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, sure. If they're
1: if they're cats, they're just gonna mess with you. There we go.
4: Oh,
6: so you got a point there. But mm-hmm. I do have two really loyal dogs that will not. Do mess you with really?
4: Me. Yeah. Did they mess with the cat? No.
6: No, the cat messes with them. There you go.
4: That's how it goes.
0: <laughs> That's the way
1: it
4: goes. Yep. Are there any cats involved uh, with uh, the lovely couple? You see, my, I,
2: the house that I lived in that was haunted, the cat would sit and look at the cellar door yes, all the time, and then the cellar door would open. <laughs> and then oh, no. you know, we'd be like, okay, That's, well, no. there's something. Like the door here. And then we, and, yeah, like the door here. And we ended up buying some furniture from a, uh, an estate kind of sale, and uh, the brass lamp. That was with this dining room set. I made a point of getting it. The guy didn't want to sell it. I'm like, look, I want to buy the whole set. I want the lamp because I really liked it. Right. And uh,
4: is there a ghost the, in here? The
2: damn cat would sit and stare at the lamp. <laughs> and from that point forward, the house was always alive with something. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if we brought it in or the lamp just kind of yeah you know, made it more than what it was.
4: But Listen. It was, and I still have the lamp too. Now that we're in cats <laughs> for, a, for a second, now, Michelle, you're a dog person, right? Because I've met your yes. dog. Yes.
11: Yes, I'm a dog person.
4: Okay. Joanna, you are?
11: Oh. I'm a dog and a cat person. Really? And actually, I do have a cat story. So my cat died in august mm-hmm. and since she died i hear her meowing all the time Mm-mm. and oh. See, michelle's so. heard it too mm-hmm. really? and there are no other cats like around me so it's weird i i could be crazy but i feel like i hear her meowing all the time no
0: that's so. kind of common
11: yeah yeah, yeah huh? oh, that's I'm really so yeah uh, oh that hurts my heart
4: hmm. um we had a guy on here a couple weeks ago um who had written a book, Project uh, Project Blue, or something about, um, I forget his name. Oh, uh, Tom Howley, as it turns out. And he's the guy, he had a cat for 18 years. 18 years, the cat passes away. He goes, and the cat's name is, uh, was it Twinkles or something? It was a very um, kind of, you know, unusual name. And um, he's out playing golf, like a week later. And he finds a golf ball, and it says, Twinkles the cat says, "Have a great day playing golf." He still has it, right? It was printed on the ball. Printed on the ball. That was so What? Weird. What is? Yeah. Come on, what is with that? That's very strange. So, uh, wow. So, when cats and dogs, we talk about this a lot. When cats and dogs, as you know, act in a way that they're acting, but no one is there. I mean, there has to be some kind of, you know, another energy something, something. Sense or something. They can see. Uh-huh. What they can. They can hear stuff we can't hear. Why can't they see stuff? Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they definitely can.
4: Yeah. I just remember the story. I once got told a couple of times where this aunt and uncle lived out in Oklahoma, which, according to Kevin Cook, isn't that bad. And, you know, they're just your normal kind of conservative retirees had this old, you know, mutt kind of uh, dog would sleep in the bedroom, you know, every night with them, calm as hell. And one night just jumped up, ran in the kitchen, and started barking at a corner in the kitchen as if, he had someone cornered there, you know, and it freaked my aunt and uncle out because this dog had never made a peep in you know, all these years. And obviously something was agitating him, you know. What could it be? What could it have been? Mm-hmm. You know, unless something he could see that, uh, you know, we can't. So, wow. Anyway, so we I told please? you about
2: my, when my mother passed away, she had had a Siamese for 19 years and it predeceased right. her. And I had it in a, I put it in a really nice oak casket, and oh boy, and it, it, I made it that I could get it again if I ever had to. And when my mother passed away, I brought it to the funeral parlor to put in the casket with her.
4: Okay, uh, okay. All, right. all right, yeah. So Good because idea. this
2: cat was, when my dad died, I could see that this cat was my mother's sole companion for twenty years, mm-hmm. and um, she loved this cat. It was unbelievable. So anyway, uh, we go to the funeral parlor. I asked the uh, funeral director to open the bottom of the casket. Yes. Where her feet were, so I could put the box in there. And I went to say to the guy, This is my mother's. And the guy's like, Look, I don't care what you're putting in there. It's none of my business. Do what you got to do. You know, we got to wake starting in, in 10 minutes. So I put the box in with my mother. We closed the bottom. We put the thing back. We put the flowers. And all of a sudden, we start hearing this crazy. Twiddly d noise coming out of the casket. Oh Oh, God! Like um, almost like a cell phone. Yeah. And the guy, the guy looked at me and he said, "What did you put in there that's making the noise?" And I said, "Listen, what I put in there isn't making any noise. It's been dead for a long time." (laughs) Hang on, hang on. So, so the guy's like, "Well, I can't have this. We got to find." So I'm looking out the window behind the casket to see if there's a truck backing up. Go ahead. Or you know something beeping. What the hell's making the noise? And it's going and going and going. And all of a sudden, you know, when we were, we were digging through the casket to find what the hell was making the noise. Okay. And it turned out it was my mother. Wow. Okay. Now, my mother what? had a defibrillator pacemaker, one of the newer model oh ones put in.
4: Holy cow. Jeez. And
2: um, it had a, an audible alarm when the defibrillator battery was starting to die because it kept trying Ooh. to shock her heart to go again. Wow. When it finally gave oh up.
7: My. It
2: started screaming in the casket that the battery was dying. Oh, geez. So, so we had no idea. Buddy.
6: She was, like, fully in the casket. Oh, yeah, the she was She point. was
2: ready for her wake. They're not supposed to take those things out? The... Well, when when they embalm yeah. people, they're supposed to take them out. Okay. But that's apparently
0: they didn't. So... But that's like surgery to take it out, isn't it?
2: Well, yeah. Well, they when just I worked re- at the crematorium, if- it wasn't really surgery. Yeah, it not was surgery. more... They hacked it out. Well,
6: that's a form of but surgery. I guess if there's no autopsy, then the guys like, went in there, ripped I, it out, and threw it in to the go in and take it out. But that's insane. I, 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 yeah,
2: that yeah, yeah, that's crazy. So finally, it stopped, thankfully, and um, so we, we got about <laughs> you know, we, we opened the doors, and you know, all the people <laughs> were out in the main room, and they started coming in to do the wake, and and we were like, wow, it's pretty weird. And so of course, someone being funny said, well, that was just your mother thanking you for. Given her the cat back, oh she <laughs> you know, no, was no, happy no, to have no, the cat. Got
4: that? Which Kevin Cook was still on us. Right. All I could think of is what a way to get rid of a murder weapon. Okay, yeah, we'll put. You <laughs> can, <laughs> can put Play anything it. in the, cas- the casket you want oh, because right. we're buried. Well, I,
2: I know people have, like, have put all kinds of stuff like beers or. Well, the Queen. Like the Queen
4: people- buried with a bottle of gin, right? Right. one why?
0: Something like that, yeah.
4: Yeah, yeah she's yeah, so, some. She was used to yeah. every day for twenty Which years, means.
2: like a cat. So you never know what'll. You, know, you can put anything in there; they're not going to care. Right? Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, the other thing that was kind of interesting is we we took the after the whole wake and everything, we went to the church and they did the the whole Catholic mass, and the priest was up there spraying the holy water on the casket, and I'm like. The cat's getting a Catholic send-off here. Okay. He's going. He's a good Catholic <laughs> Why, why did this turn into
4: a cat show <laughs> again, please? Well, you it's...
2: you know, I mean, we were just going about the whole spooky thing about the, the death,
4: right?
2: So, um, anyway, yeah, the uh, the cat is buried with my mother. Oh, right. Oh, wow! And my Aww, dad is buried under her because he that? he died first, uh-huh. and my dad hated cats. There you go. So he goes through eternity Whoa. with his wife above him with a cat with a cat sitting on her legs, and there you go. Wait! 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 It's ironic. Yes. is
6: your dad Mac <laughs> is your
4: dad? well don't say that <laughs> Re- rephrase that will you please no well, there's not you, I'm you not the only person in the, the world who is not in love that? with cats okay <laughs> all right they're just they filthy animals and 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 they and they take advantage of everyone I'm sorry who <laughs> cat lovers but they get theirtto okay and and and, and uh, cat food really smells anyway, anyway baby, my cats don't smell to
6: me you think that's taking advantage of me? I don't
4: know. You're What's showing a hurt? nude picture yourself. What, what is what that? What a nice fur baby. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Why don't we take a break now? Because obviously we're going out of control. Uh, you're listening to McBaloney's Military Exile Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. We'll be right back after this.
2: My dad, he's a double amputee and uh, he's one of my favorite people in the world. To me, a hero is someone who fights for a country and freedom. My dad is a hero. Homes for Our Troops built this house, and my dad
7: can get through the wide doorways. He can reach anything.
10: Homes for Our Troops builds and
6: donates specially adapted custom homes nationwide for severely injured post-9-11 veterans and enables them to rebuild their lives. Join our mission at HFOTUSA.org.
4: So until you hear us next time, this is Mac 20 for the entire gang, saying be
3: safe, be happy, and bye-bye. Okay, the show's over. Hey, Cobra, where are we going to eat tonight? Well, gentlemen... What do you feel like, Chinese, Italian, sushi? How about we go
0: where they have the best hamburger in the world? And where would that be, one? one. Only the Starboard Galley.
8: Starboard Galley? They're a great seafood place, but they're in Newburyport and we're in Exeter.
0: But they're only 20 minutes away down Route 95, and believe me, they have the best hamburger in the world. Let's go! Okay, boys, license and registration.
2: Where's the fire? You
3: clowns going to the circus? We're in a hurry just to get the best hamburger in the world. And where's that, Pally?
8: That's the Starboard Galley in Newburgh. A great seafood place? Yes, but they make a great hamburger, too. And they start with the best beef. Super fresh buns. Great toppings. Plus, it's only 20 minutes away from Exeter, 25 from Portsmouth.
2: Not with a police escort, buddy. Light them up, Switchblade.
6: Starboard Galley. They're here.
8: That's the Starboard Galley 55 Water Street U-Breyport. Great seafood and the best hamburger in the world.
6: And tell them Wanwan sent
9: you.
4: I went to Mac Maloney's Miltracts on show here in the distant thunder radio network. This is Mac Maloney. Wow, what a show! As I said before, this has turned into. Unexpectedly, it all started when we first introduced Juan Juan earlier in the show. Wani.
0: that's where it started. Yeah, right. It Always starts with me. Either <laughs> yes. either up or down. The wave. Well, of well the it's
4: because right. you didn't Thanks understand all show. of the uh, the slang. Right? 0 for fifteen for British slang. Really funny. Uh,
0: anyway. British slang. Anyway,
4: slang. What did you have for breakfast this
0: morning? Kippers? For oh, me? Yeah. I had an omelet. We make homemade omelets mm. with spinach in it, mushrooms. Oh, wow, huh? Some, some uh, grilled onions, and uh, I make uh, coffee with my French press. Oh, see,
4: he's gone British, folks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hmm. Anyway.
0: We'll, if we have any scones, we don't have any today, but usually we have scones. and We put clotted cream. Mm, clotted that. cream. Clotted the whole cream. concept of cl- ever heard of clotted cream sounds uh, disgusting sounds wonderful really yeah and
4: Just clotted cream can be clotted like a blood sounds blood. like cottage yeah. cheese or something disgusting something like that. speaking clotted of clotted cream speaking of that
0: it's like it's like a thick cream you could put on with a spoon
4: really yeah sounds oh, about right yeah. speaking yeah. of uh, clotted cream look at our national correspondent <laughs> he might be asleep or possibly dead <laughs> which is good because he did it on the air switchy. Switchy, wake up! There he is. He's okay. Great to Look be here. He's he just deep in thought. All right. Deep. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you you had a hard day. You just came back from the Van Meter Festival, right? Where you were the MC.
1: I was the MC for the uh, Van Meter Visitor Festival in uh, Van Meter, Iowa, which is just west of Des Moines, Iowa.
4: Wow. Huh. Yeah. Did you take the old? Um, what do you have? A, a Ford impact or something? Uh,
1: I I think I was uh, I just blew them away.
4: Really? What did you drive out there?
1: Uh, a uh, Ford Fusion.
4: Fusion. That's it. Okay. And did you uh, did you stop at motels or did you sleep in the rest areas again?
1: Uh, some friends of mine uh, allowed me to stay there just west of the uh, Mississippi River in a uh, undisclosed location. Really? Huh. And oh uh, yeah, and on the way there and on the way back. Huh. So uh, it was uh, it was great to uh, to have a place to stay.
4: I don't. I don't want to be indelicate, but do you have a girlfriend or something out there that you're not telling us about? Uh, no, no, Some I'm quite of...
1: not. I know a couple there that is. Uh, oh, wow. a great people that uh, allow me to stay there. Uh, there's That's... great conversation. I get. I get amazing. <laughs> I get fed very well. Really. I have my own room. Really. I, I even get kind of a basket full of goodies there. What? I mean, it, it wow. is really. Sure,
0: it's not a B and B, and you're not Sounds just like a bed and breakfast.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I almost don't want to go on to uh, Van Meter.
0: It's huh. So good there.
4: Oh, okay, <laughs> that's great. Sounds like a Twilight episode. Good for you. Switchy. They're fattening up the calf. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> well, anyway. I moved on quickly enough to to where the I wasn't okay. too fat.
4: All right, but then you stopped there on the way back. Absolutely. Really? Yeah. <laughs> There's a million questions I'm not going to ask him tonight. Also with us is our security chief Willie Club, WC. Hey,
5: Mac. Yeah, good show tonight. I don't know how to follow that with Switchy though. It's just because, too much excitement coming from him. Because
4: we didn't have a top ten tonight because of the uh, your attorney's letter to me.
5: Well, you know, it's about time you 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 know change the format a bit. There you go. I think a lot of people probably uh, won't be crying that there wasn't anything uh, tonight. Wow, tough love from Switch.
4: Not Switch from. Hang on, tough love from Club. Also in the studio with uh, now, let me introduce Raven first. Raven, thanks for joining us. I have uh, now here's Hi, her friends. attorney calling because I didn't introduce her in the right order.
6: <laughs> it's all good. You don't have to introduce me. Thank you for having me.
0: What's that T-shirt you got on? It says Pixies or Dixies? What's oh, We have to talk Dixies. about
4: Pixies! So anyway, Pixies no, like T-shirt,
0: like the band. Let me
4: yes. Oh yeah, we have a okay, whole long right, story right. about the band. I'm going to throw it over now, too. Well, wow. cool. put that down. Oh, the, 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 what's that say? He <laughs> can't I'm...
6: say put that down on the radio. Anyway,
4: yeah, that's true.
5: <laughs> it sounds so bad. Also
4: in the studio with us.
5: Keep your hands to yourself.
2: As UFO <laughs>
4: mechanic, <Al.
5: laughs>
4: How are now, though? Al, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Mac. What's... Uh, with what's... two guests. With two guests. With two guests, Two guests uh, in the studio,
2: by the way. I'm bringing the ladies with me, you know?
4: Mm. Well introduce mm. them there my friend well, uh,
2: Michelle and Joanna Is that good enough or do I have to
4: Go into the family uh... No please, on two hour, two hour show <laughs> uh, So anyway um, Michelle and Joanna have uh, joined us For the second half of the show telling us a couple of creepy ghost stories And also a couple of creepy animal stories uh, But I want to go back to Raven Because she's got two inter- interesting Fan letters over the past week or so First of all The one that you got because we talked about the Pixies (laughs) the other night, which I do not see at all. I don't get it, but a lot of people are fans of their music. And uh, you got a uh, fan letter from someone in Australia who was also in love with the Pixies, right?
6: Yes. um, I just, it's, they're one of my favorite bands, like, period. Um, Definitely in like the top 10. And I was fortunate enough to be able to see them in uh, August at a brewery that was uh, just up the road away from me. So mm-hmm. it was a great show. Um, it was pouring rain the whole time, and I would do it again in a heartbeat to see them again.
4: Really? Yeah. That good, huh? So screw the that Beatles good, and the man. Rolling Stones. You're not really into them.
6: I mean, I like other bands, yeah. But, I mean, like, Pixies is, is you know, it's hard to explain. Um, that sure was uh, Mr. Raven and I, uh, when we got married, uh, our first dance song was to uh, Where Is My Mind by the Pixies Okay, and that's like always been like our band so, so like we always listen to them together you know just like dance. I'll take a wedding song
4: so, Wow huh so hey, hey Club ever hear of the Pixies?
5: No I have to say I, I've known some Pixies but yeah, well, hang on. I've never so heard, I mean, heard of the band oh,
4: Stop
0: it well,
5: yeah, oh, in the sure. Turns up up out they're from there. Boston right?
6: They're from Boston, yeah. A couple of them. I guess that's where they made they're their... They're a girl
5: band, I assume. Yes. No, no, no they're not.
4: Oh, you no.
6: assume wrong, my friend. No, I, how
5: could a guy be in a band called the Pixies? <laughs> well, well, there's a girl <laughs> in it,
4: but... There's it one, just begins yeah, with her.
6: There's one, yeah, uh, Kim Deal. She's a bass player. Really? Yeah. Uh, over the... Um,
4: stuff. Over the weekend, Lois and I saw Stop Making Sense, the remastered <gasps> movie, The Talking Heads. Oh, my God. It's see. really good. good
0: really good. I want to see that remastered You know,
4: The Talking Heads? No? But yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. They put a concert on, it was like in the 70s, man. And it is from beginning to end, it's like, wow, you can't believe it's fantastic. The staging and stuff that they went through to put this on. And it's an amazing playing. Because this is when yeah. they got together with the Funkadelic guys. So they were like the, you know, talking heads, Funkadelics. And there's all these, just all the songs. Wow, <laughs> so, here's Bootsy Collins going. So, you know. so it wasn't the same as it ever was? But they did it, but all the stuff, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well, Al, well, the material, okay. He just, Al has a report tonight. That's what he's just to do. So anyway, yeah, and, and then the second uh, fan letter you got uh, wasn't really to you. It was to one of the winners of our contest last week. And he said it was. he was so excited when Raven read his name, he had to get his wipes and his Kleenex. <laughs> 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 if you didn't hear that. Let me translate for you. Ooh,
0: It was precious.
4: Well, hey, any fan's a fan, right?
0: That's right.
2: Well, I think he said he has fan, too, and the lube. and the yeah, whole, worse, yeah, The whole nine
0: yards.
4: Oh, yeah. the fan
6: wasn't working. Fan was working. Everything <laughs> else was working very well. Really?
4: That's he had a underwear, didn't he? That's right. No, hang on. <laughs> moving parts there. We've guessed. something. Anyway, uh, so uh, Al has a report on, now, a while ago, a long time ago, well, let's say oh, since the nuclear age has begun, the U.S. military has like lost I think eight atom bombs or something. You know, some of them uh, went down in submarines, some of them went down in airplane crashes, and so on. And there's there's a bunch of them still not accounted for. And I think most of them are in the ocean, so they figure there's nothing's going to happen. But Al has a story uh, that we've talked about many times at the galley and other bars about how there's a haunted lighthouse, lighthouse right where. They lost one of the atomic bombs. So, Al, please.
2: All right. So what started this was near where Mac and I lived. there was a uh, a group that had a gentleman show up who was an authority on haunted lighthouses. So you could pay and go and see the you know, his speech. So once I started looking up haunted lighthouses, uh, what ended up happening that was kind of interesting is I found one of the most haunted... Lighthouses, which is in Georgia, there happens to be a nuke lost in the water right in the sound next to it. And that thing went down many years ago and they can't find it. So that got me looking. I was like, I wonder how many missing nukes they'll, they actually will admit to. So this this is
0: a live nuke?
2: This is a a nuclear bomb. Yeah, it was was on a plane that crashed. So, wow. um, what, what's interesting is this is only in the United States. Now, the Russians never will admit to how many they've lost, and this also doesn't include nuclear reactors from the submarines that have gone down and have never been found, like the Thresher. You know, mm. no one ever talks about right. the Thresher sitting out there with a, a you know, nuclear reactor deteriorating. You know, how many miles out? So, there are a bunch of nuke, you know, actual bombs that have gone missing and. Like this one, like just starting the list, February 1950, 71 years ago, they dropped one. uh, It was a United States Air Force Convair bomber, uh, Ellison Air Force Base, Alaska to Carswell, Texas. Engine trouble, not wanting to crash with a nuclear warhead, they they were ordered to drop the 30-kiloton Mark IV Fat Man in the Pacific Ocean. So, oops, Uh, the bomb didn't contain plutonium core, but it still contained a substantial amount of uranium. So, whether you can believe the report or not, that's questionable. Then March 10th, 56, uh, let's see, a B-47 crashed in the Med and uh, was, let's see, en route to uh, Morocco. It successfully completed the refueling but failed to make contact with the tanker and reported missing. Exact weapon wasn't uh, disclosed, but it usually carried a 3,400 kiloton Mark 15 nuclear bomb. No trace of the bomb had ever been found. 1958 simulated uh, combat mission, Savannah, Georgia. This is the one near the the lighthouse. Another uh, B-47 with a Mark 15 collided with an F-86, and after multiple attempts to land, the bomber crew, given the green light to jettison the bomb to reduce weight, and uh, it dropped over Wausau Sound near the mouth of the Savannah River and was never recovered. And that's right near wow. the lighthouse. So then, uh, let's see, January 61, Goldsboro, North Carolina, uranium core buried in a field. It was a, one of a pair of 24 megaton bombs on a B-52 that l- crashed shortly after takeoff. And it said the scary part of that was three of the four arming mechanisms on the bomb that was recovered were activated. (laughs) So the the second bomb's tail was discovered 20 feet below ground in a muddy field. When they couldn't find it, the military did the next best thing. The Army Corps of Engineers purchased a 400-foot circular easement over the burial area and restricted digging over it. And then uh, 65, a Skyhawk attack landed, uh, loaded with a uh, one megaton bomb, fell off the deck of the USS Ticonderoga and fell into the Pacific Ocean. The pilot plane and bomb sank 16,000 feet and were never seen again. However, it wasn't until 15 years later, the Navy admitted to the accident and they said it happened 500 miles away from land. But it wasn't true. The carrier was 80 miles away from Japan's Ruku Island chain. And as a result of that, the Japanese government now prohibits the United States from bringing nuclear weapons into its territory. And the last it was in 1968 when the uh, USS Scorpion submarine was lost 400 miles to the southwest of the Azores. 99 crew members died. And it had a pair of nuclear nucleotip weapons, which had yields up to 250 mm-hmm. kilotons, never been found, 50 years later. So those are just the ones they're admitting to. And like I said, Is how many reactors to, are sitting there? to look there?
0: for these things, or are they just saying, well, oh, yeah, can well, find them? So, you know, I believe,
2: if I remember correctly, when Robert Ballard went out looking for the Titanic, the yeah. Navy actually gave him the ship to use. And the cover story was he was looking for the Titanic. But actually, he was looking for the Scorpion. And he, mm. once he found the Scorpion, they said, OK, now you've got a month to go find the Titanic if you can. But they sponsored it. They paid for it. And it was all a hush-hush thing to see if they could figure out what was going on with the Scorpion, whether they could find the, the bombs or whether they were you know, radiating uh, out into the water. So um, there's a bunch of them. And that doesn't even include any of the Russian subs that have sunk and whatever nuclear weapons they were carrying. So, you know, never mind something coming at us from outer space, there's so much stuff here sitting underwater that it could be a real disaster. Really
0: but there's live nukes yeah. sitting underwater that uh, could go off. Is that what, Well, what they could
2: happen? deteriorate enough to at least uh, irradiate the water around them. And then nice. what does it do? Where does it go? What does it kill? And you know, maybe we'll start seeing Godzilla come up out of the.
4: That's how it all started. You know? Yeah. yeah. We're exactly. going to take a very quick technical break here right now, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Mac Meloni's Military our Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Please stay tuned.
3: Imagine if there was a super secret satellite in outer space that could read your thoughts and alter your reality. Imagine if the U.S. government had no knowledge that this satellite even existed. Now imagine if such a powerful weapon fell into the wrong hands. In the latest adventure of Mac Maloney's best-selling detective series, codenamed Starman, Lieutenant Chris Starr of the Navy's X-Files team is given his strangest case yet. Track down the ghost of a rogue Navy SEAL who holds the secret to... The God Satellite. Once again, teamed with beautiful Irish detective Mara McCann, Starr finds himself looking for clues from the streets of Rome to a mysterious snow-covered mountain in Arizona to Africa's forbidding skeleton ghost. And finally, in outer space itself... But it's only when he realizes a secret vision in the desert points right back to where the case started does Star finally learn what the God Satellite is really about. That's The God Satellite, codenamed Starman, book number three by Mac Maloney, on sale on Amazon and in bookstores everywhere. And listen to Mac's show to learn how you can win a free copy.
4: Well, welcome back, everyone, to Mac Maloney's Mill Truck Show here on the Distant Thunder Radio Network. Wow, this is Mac Maloney. What a show we've had for you tonight. But it's time to say goodbye. Switchy has put up the the photo of the train wreck, or at least I'm seeing that in my mind's eye. Thank
1: you, Switchy. It's it's probably on those cataracts.
4: uh, There we go. Wow, huh? Yikes. Should we have a wellness check? Should we call the uh, Mothman Police Department to have them come down and look at you? (laughs)
1: <laughs> there so is Police no Department. Mothman Police Department
4: <laughs> Your cats are in the background licking their lips So <laughs> Anyway, that's probably inappropriate uh, First of all, let me uh, say um, Thank you to uh, our two friends for joining us tonight Was it everything you, would, you said earlier? Was it everything that you expected it to be?
11: And more And more
4: <laughs>
11: we'll put that out Wow Thank you, Who, you uh, <laughs> thank you for your ghost stories. Thank
4: you for that? We appreciate it. Thank you for your ghost stories and your cat stories mm-hmm. and your animal stories. We should probably clap them off because we clapped them off. Thank you.
7: Great
2: job. Uh,
4: Al, thank you while we're at it. Hey. In the same well, camera shot. Glad to, glad to be
2: here, you okay. know, just uh, loving life.
4: Okay. Time to turn on the engines, baby. Uh, also, uh, hey, Club, thanks for joining us. Club. I appreciate it.
5: Oh, I really enjoyed it tonight. I'm, what an appetite I've got now! I think I'm yeah, gonna I'll go bet. through that. Yeah, egg, yeah. Egg of donkeys. Eat plus a, the uh, devil dogs I'm, Eat I'm a devil dog for it. us,
4: okay? You don't take. Uh, you what do. You, what do you have them with milk or what? What do you do? You're not drinking coffee this beer. time of night Beer, unbelievable. Uh, Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. Bud Light. <laughs> Bud Light. Good for you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. A man's dinner, right? <laughs> yeah, man's yeah,
5: food. I'm a man's man, I guess. <laughs>
4: Uh, Switchy, thanks for joining us tonight We appreciate it, the veteran that you it, are
1: It was my pleasure to That's be right. here tonight
4: right, We'll talk to you soon, thanks very much And um, did I tell you Someone wrote back to us Because we we did a bunch of um, We did a bunch of reruns Earlier in the summer And a few yep. of them were, were that whole thing more, more Megan, more Switch started Remember that? The guy mm-hmm. sent us oh, yeah. like t-shirts out of the blue Or something Okay, so anyway, someone listened to one of those shows and they said <laughs> something like, you "Want more Megan and more Switch? Just cut the bullshit and get to the stories." <laughs> <laughs> wow, from the grave. Anyway, Switch, thanks for joining us. Raven, it was thanks. You, Raven, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it as always.
6: Thank you so much for having me. Okay,
4: did you get your plumbing um, problems fixed? I'm talking about the plumbing in your house.
6: It, it's getting there. It's just been like. A huge hassle and oh. there have been more problems discovered along the way, which oh, has created yep. more work to be done. So it's been like, you know, one thing on top of another, but it's getting there.
4: Yeah, yeah. Wow. Good luck. I, I know it's not uh it's not a pleasant time. Thank you. And thank you, Kat, thank for you. staying out of the uh your business yeah, tonight. She, okay.
6: She's sleeping right in front of me actually. Wow,
4: even her. Her and switchy, like both we put them angel. to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> uh also so Wani, thank you. Wani, we'll talk to you soon, okay?
0: Yeah, you bet.
4: Okay. And uh, let me just go into the plug. Homestar Troops is an organization um, that um, builds houses for our veterans of uh, post-9-11 action. These are people who fought in the Iraqi war and also the Afghanistan war. They've come back to this country, maybe missing a limb or whatever, and the Homestar Troops build them homes that are adapted to their needs. And then once these homes are built, and they're very kind of not exclusive, but they're expensive homes, almost half a million dollars apiece, they tear up the mortgage and give them the keys. It's their house forever, and they can go out. And rejoin society without that uh, idea of a uh, that headache of having a mortgage payment every month. Homestead Troops, nine, 90 cents of your charity dollar goes to our veterans. And I think they're up to something like 315 houses or something. Can you imagine this? 315 wow. houses. The problem That's is fantastic. their waiting list is 1,000 people. So please go online, Homestead Troops, Google them, see what they're about. Really nice people. And... Uh, that's it. That's it. I think. Does anyone have anything to plug? Switchy, do you?
1: Uh, the you, High strangest Factor on yeah. the Paranormal UK Radio Network has been on hiatus uh-uh. the last uh, in September because I've been all over hell. Yes, yes. And uh, you know, got to get my energy back up. You mean... But uh, that that will be coming back shortly.
4: See what fame has brought to you, Switchy. See what fame has done to you. Listen,
1: fame is. Uh, is a two-edged sword, Mac. <laughs> I right don't right? know what that means, but okay. the, the name is fleeting. A sword. Okay. Maybe you'll
4: dream about it. Who knows? So I'm just <laughs> going to thank everyone uh, out there for joining us. We really appreciate it. And this is Mac for the entire gang saying to hear us again, be safe, be happy,
3: and bye-bye. And now, please stay tuned for a bonus segment of Mac Maloney's Military X-Files show.
10: Seeing her face, I pray she's doing fine. I still recall our sad last day, how it hurt so bad to see her cry. I didn't want to say goodbye. Send her this, black on the road to nowhere. There's no turning back. Love reached out and touched me, stopped me in my tracks. Cross my heart because it's true. When the cannons fire across the smoky sky, and the castles crumble, and the angels cry, cross my heart, cause it's true. This place where time has died but governments are never tried in time